It's Scatcast 51. Still terrible. And this week, I've got six Skit Scats for you. Fuck me, no thank you. Including a brand new series that I pulled out of my ass this week. That sounds appealing. I am the script keeper, Zach Flannery. Dipshit. And this guy here is one of the most supportive dudes of my life. It's been a year of this crap. Aren't you ready to stop? Not even fucking close. Scatcast 51. Cool. <laughs> Like I said, my basket has six skitscats in it. It's too much. Well, if you don't like this show, two seconds is too much. I'm one of those folk. Right, well, I've got a double dose of nurse fairy rhymes. Ugh. And since Christmas is over, it's the last chapter of the Santa Claus crime fighter saga. So dumb. Plus, I guess Batman helped Santa deliver presents this year. <sighs> then I have a Liam the Monster Hunter short. No, thank you. Well, it's one of the most anticipated weddings of the season, Steve. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, stick around for a Liam the Monster Hunter wedding. No. And then I have two episodes of what I just call the Lilac. City Nightmare Band. What? Yeah, if people hate it, there's two of them. Fuck. But it's an inside look at a local heavy metal band that, you know, wears masks and jumps around. Well, this show's the dumbest it's ever been. That could be true. Right, so can I go home now? Let us begin Scatcast 51 with a nurse fairy rhyme. So that's yes? The story of the sun and moon goes. Sleep, sleep little baby, sleep little baby you sleep. Scatcast is here to harvest your fears and show you the horrors of life. It's got Kessner's Rudy Rhymes. <laughs> really fairy tales, but whatever. We'll gather round, little parental disappointment units. It's time for another Scat Kessner's Fairy Rhyme. And this motherfucker's not even that old. It's called The Sun and the Moon, and it was written by Cassie Bags and turned into a piece of shit by the cast of Scat Cast. As always, Scat Cast lawyers are standing by. Fucking up somebody else's story, go. Once upon a time, a long time ago, the sun and the moon walked the earth. Now I'm the sun. The sun said to you people listening. And I'm the moon, said the cheese head. Get it? <laughs> now these two celestial deities lived among the humans as equals. Just walking around fucking shit up, talking stupid talk like the rest of us. Who do you think that masked singer is? I think it's Caratop. Oh, that's a good guess. And without the light of the sun and the moon, the earth turned peacefully beneath the light of the stars. Is it hard to suspend disbelief that I'm 109 times the size of the earth and I'm just walking around downtown? The sun said again to the audience for some reason. Just go with it. The moon fourth wall. And for many generations, the people of the world were happy this way. Even though without the sun in the sky, everything would die. That's a fairy tale, dickhead. And so we moved on. The moon was mysterious and beautiful. Very kind of you to say. She had flowing hair that glistened a silvery white. And glowing eyes of blue and skin paler than milk. I just can't bring myself to do the fake tan thing. And every step the moon took, she caused a new star to burst from the ground and leap into the sky. Oh golly, did I do that? She said, dancing Orion into existence. That's no big deal. And the followers of moon worshipped her as a symbol of feminine beauty. Follow me on Instagram. Now in comparison, the sun, I'm also on Instagram, was a strong, handsome, keep it coming, perfect ball of hot plasma heated to incandescence by nuclear fusion reactions in its core. Fuck yeah, bitches. But also, I guess he had warm golden eyes, copper brown skin, and a mane of soft black curls. Yeah, I'm a complicated guy. Even his very life could make spring roses bloom from their buds. I'm kind of a big deal. And his followers thought he was the shit for his easy ways and bright, glorious smile. If I smile too much, I give people cancer, though. Now, despite the differences of the sun and the moon, they had a great friendship and mutual respect for each other. Hey, do you want to have sex with me? No, I do not. All right, then. And while the humans were busy loving the sun and moon, they took little notice of the other force with whom they shared their lands. Hey, why don't people like me? Eh? The whiny wind whinged. Hey, fuck you, eh? Now, the wind was vicious, and he had long been jealous of the power of the sun and the moon. Hey, fuck those cunts. And even more jealous of their fame. Yeah, I follow more people than follow me, fuck. Basically, nobody loved the wind. It's true. For he blew his icy bullshit breath across the land. It's my nature, fuck. And he howled like a son of a bitch in the ears of chitra. I'm just singing, eh? But everyone wished he would stop. Yeah. And it drove him mad. Yeah, fuck all of you. And he began to devise a plot to take over the earth. Yeah, I will make them pay. He said to himself, because he basically had no friends. Yeah, I'm invisible, eh? And then he had a brilliant idea. If the sun and the moon go to war, he pondered, they will destroy each other. They will easily be able to rule the earth. And he smiled to himself yeah. and decided 
celebrate, he destroyed 10 trailer parks in Oklahoma. Now that's a fucking good time. He said, still wondering why people didn't like him. What? And so the wind plotted and schemed and plotted some more. Yeah, I've got it. He said as he completed his deadly plan. I will be ruling the earth in no time. He said, blowing up ladies' dresses like a creep. Hey, what? Now the first part of the wind's plan was to send a message to the sun and the moon, sending them on an urgent fool's errand to the north. Did you get this message? The moon said to the sun. Yeah, it sounds like one of those coke-drinking polar bear babies is in danger. The sun said with panic in his eyes. We must leave immediately. And so they did. And while they were away, the wind slipped through the windows and under the doors, whispering poisonous lies into the ears of the people. Hey, the moon thinks you suck. The wind said to the followers of the sun. The sun thinks you're dumb cunts. Hey. The wind said to the followers of the moon. And he went much further. He went to the media and sponsored op-ed pieces. And he had ads made that looked like articles but were actually ads. Yeah, I know how to play the game, bitch. And to the moon's tribe, he claimed that the sun himself had lured the moon away from her home. I'm not fucking around. And that he was planning to lock her away in the darkest cave far away forever where her light could never shine. I'm for sure totally serious. Surely the sun would never do such a thing. The crowd cried. Oh, he fucking totally did. The wind assured them. And I hear that the sun's followers will lead a march here soon. The wind bullshitted. Oh, fuck. The crowd collectively exclaimed. They seek a battle to destroy the moon's home so that the sun may rule alone. And his speech combined with 24-hour attack ads plus talking heads being paid to regurgitate the same exact words. This just in. We should hate the sun. Trust me. The moon's followers were aghast and they began gathering their forces for war against their former allies. Hey, you guys, are we just being stupid assholes that are being propagandized and not thinking past the surface details of any kind of situation? No, the TV said, fuck them! And in turn, the wind blew over to the sun worshippers and whispered into their ears. Hey, the moon worshippers are coming to kill you! He told them. You must gather your forces. And the sun people were like, fuck that shit. Yes. And they gathered their massive armies to retaliate. And the civil war of Earth began. Fuck money, that's power. The wind said, satisfying himself to his own deeds. And when the sun and moon returned, they were appalled by the devastation that created them. I don't remember the world being on fire when we left. The sun said relatively calmly since he was made of fire. Now what the fuck is going on? The moon said to her people. Hello? But the people were focused on their war, and they didn't even notice that they had destroyed most of the planet. Stop it right now, you cunts! But the voice of the moon was too quiet, and the people's anger was too fierce. And even when the sun stepped in to scold them. That is a nope. That is a naughty little fire monkey. But they couldn't hear him either. No, well, fuck, I tried. Right, well, they were always fatally stupid. No, that's true. Even the smart ones. Sometimes especially the smart ones. Right, but try telling them that. That's probably why they're fighting. No, no shit. So unable to make themselves heard. You know what? Fuck them. Yep, fuck them. The sun and the moon retreated from the global battlefield. What the fuck happened? I don't know, but this place sucks now. And for eons, the battles raged on, neither side admitting defeat, nor even remembering why they were fighting in the first place. And even the wind grew sick of the bullfuckery that he had created. Goddamn, will you shut the fuck up? Quit bombing babies. What are you bombing babies for? The wind pleaded. Cluster bombs? What the fuck? But the humans just piled more and more money and resources into mass murder devices. Okay, check this one out, Senator. Okay. We shoot this $80 million missile from a $15 billion jet. Yep. And before it blows up, it opens up. Like a transformer? Just like a transformer, and it sends a bunch of little missiles. Like bees? Just like bees, and then they rip the shit out of everyone around them and then explode. Approved. I want 10 trillion of them. Sorry, I kind of let that get away from me there. Anyway, so like I was saying, the wind was even pissed at this shit. I don't want this planet anymore. The wind blubbered. Meanwhile, the sun and the moon were flabbergasted. What in the actual fuck? I am so tired of these battles. Yeah, I'm sick of them too, but what can we do? I just don't know what went wrong. And the two sat in mournful silence for a long, long while. Wait, shut up for a second. The moon said to the sun. Goddamn, all right. Her keen ears had caught the sound of the wind talking idly to himself. What is it? It's the wind. He's talking shit. And they both leaned in as the wind ruffled the surface of a lake behind a distant mountain. This battle sucks so fucking much. The moon and the sun heard the wind say. Oh, the poor wind. Said the moon. I think this endless fighting's fucked him up. I mean, he smashes mobile homes for fun. I mean, come on. That's true, but he's more fucked up now. All right, fair enough. And so they planned a visit to cheer the wind up. Yeah, a road trip. Yeah, whatever. And they began the long journey to join the wind besides his lonely lake. This is fun, isn't it? Are you sure you don't want to have sex? I'm certain, damn it. Now, before the two celestial bodies reached the lake, the words of the wind became more clear. Hey, my plan worked too good. Now those dumb dirt apes won't 
stop killing each other. And when the sun and the moon heard that, they were enraged by the wind's betrayal. That motherfucker. That cheeky little cunt. And so the sun and the moon swept over the mountain. <laughs> What's that surprise, cunt? I'm a big fireball. This is going to suck for you. Determined to stop the wind from ever hurting their people again, they removed the wind's ability to speak, <laughs> leaving him helpless to howl his wordless rage to the sky for the rest of town. <laughs> but now armed with the knowledge of the source of their people's troubles. They can fix this. Now, whatever. There's fish apes on Europa. No, seriously, let's try. They're fine. They returned to the battlefield strengthened and with new purpose. Listen here, you dumb fucking bastards. You were all tricked into fighting this war. Now just look at what your stupidity, gullibility, and credulity has fucking manifested, you idiots. And eventually the people stopped. With the wind silenced, the sun and the moon hatched a plan of their own to prevent the war from starting anew. Look, here's the fucking deal. We are going to rule together, okay? Yep, joint dictatorship here. Uh, that's right, so there's no reason to fight anymore. We're going to guard you from danger. Yep, we're doing a 12-on, 12-off thing. Yep, uh, no vacations, nothing. Yep, for 12 hours, I'll watch over stuff. We'll call it day. The sun proclaimed, and day was born. And when those 12 hours end, I will rise, and I will protect you. The moon said, her sexy hair flowing in the wind, and her boobies all doing booby things. I guess why did you... Don't blame me, it's a patriarchy, Dave. No, you're just an asshole. It could be both things. Oh Where was I? And then night was created. That was night. All of that felt uncalled for. Yeah, but all us 12-year-old boys thought it was no, fun. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And so from that moment forward, the sun and the moon took to the sky. Hey, at least it doesn't smell like poop anymore. Seriously, right? And the people agreed to lay down their arms for like 10 minutes. And like trains passing in the night or some sort of weird clock, they would take turns watching over their people. Oh, hey. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Except four times a year, there's an eclipse where they have sex. Well, we got nothing better to do. I'll take your pity sex. And then humans started to fight all over God again. Some it. say it was over land and power. But the evidence shows that it has something to do with silly hats. And the sun and the moon were helpless because they're fucking giant celestial things, you dumbasses. The end. All right, so what are we to take from that? Probably, first of all, humans were all gullible garbage things, which seems a bit cynical. Also, the wind is a cunt, but we knew that. And we also learned we're huge disappointments to our papa, son, and mama moon. I hope you can live with yourselves, you little shit tossers. See you next time. And so that was, you know, not a Brothers Grimm story. Can I go home now? No, Steve. Next up, Ugh. it's the final chapter of Santa Claus Crime Fighter, or is it? Oh, please, fuck, say it is. Well, we call it Santa Claus Crime Fighter, the final chapter. Santa Claus is coming to town to bring the baddies down. Who'd have fear the bringer of cheer, cause Santa's making his rounds. All the boys and girls will hear the bells of Santa's sleigh. The Santa Claus is coming to town to make the naughty pay. And so here we are with the Santa Claus crime fighter storyline. Blah blah blah, some bullshit happened. Steve the Ranger is now the abominable snowman, and Satan turned him into a demon. Plus, New Elf Town was ravaged and destroyed, and Jack Frost broke into Santa's recording studio. Despite all of that, Santa still managed to get all them toys out. Here's Batman and Santa and Santa's sleigh. God damn it, Santa, this is super unsafe. Oh, just sit back in your bat seat, Batman. Don't call it a bat seat. Oh, just sit back. Are we done yet? I can't eat any more cookies. That was the final home, Batman. Oh, thank fuck. I don't know how you do it. Well, I mean, I think you saw me do magic. It was magic that did it. Right, but what a pain in the bat dick. Well, I made a promise, Batman. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, now that we're done spreading Christmas cheer. We can go on vacation. Oh, we can go back to ridding the earth of the naughty. God damn it, Santa. What? No more killing. Bruce, Santa has been ordained to kill. No, that's not a thing. Whatever. Let's go get some in and out. Excited to get back to his career of crime fighting and killing, Santa and Batman took their empty sacks back to the North Pole. But little did Santa know, he was coming back to some angry fucking elves. Oh, Mrs. Claus, what's going on? Now the elves have lost their fucking mind. Then they tried to rip Batman's fucking head off. Oh, what is the problem? What do you mean, what's the problem? I've just been focused on Christmas. The elves were on strike. Oh, right. A new elf town was destroyed. Oh, yeah. And tens of thousands of elves were killed. Oh, and? I mean, that's a gist of it. Well, for fuck, ho, ho. And Santa arranged to meet with the elf leaders, including his longtime first in command, Alabaster Snowball. Oh, what's going on, Alabaster? What tired of your shit, Santa? What do you mean, my shit? We make a great team. You work us to the bone. We work like a week a year and use magic. Oh, We're sick of making toys. What do you, ho, ho? The kids don't give a 
fuck about our toys no more. Oh, but we make great toys. The kids want video games and cell phones, Santa, and you know it. And the negotiations went on for hours. Come to find out, Santa's kind of a dictator. And in the end, Santa said, Look, I can give you more candy canes. We want twice as many. Oh, done. And we want better health and dental care. Oh, Santa's working on that. And we want more respect. Oh, okay, I can do that. Like Elf Appreciation Day. You want a holiday? That's fine. And we want to bring back the Elven games. Wait, you want to fight in the gladiator rings again? Oh, yeah. Okay, ho, ho. And Santa's North Pole was turned upside down as far as he was concerned. Oh, ho. But Santa was fixated on getting his hands on some evildoers. And so once again, he accompanied Batman to Gotham City. Oh, ho, you can see the whole city from up here. Don't change the subject, Santa. Look, you fight crime your way, Bruce, and I fight crime my way, ho. There's no reason to kill. Oh, ho, except for the killing makes it so they don't exist anymore, Bruce. Besides that. See, you have faith in the criminal justice system, but Santa knows who's on the naughty list, and it's a lot of those cunts. I believe hmm? people can change. Oh, ho, well, you're just a dumbass rich kid. What the fuck do you know? Remember, I died and was resurrected. Oh, well, that doesn't mean you know stuff about psychology, Bruce. I've been dealing with nut jobs for decades. Oh, naughty list. Whatever, look. Who's that? It's the fiddler. Oh, that's dumb. Does he have, like, a fiddle? He doesn't play an instrument that I'm aware of. Oh, ho, ho. Well, he's definitely not supposed to be this close to that school. Oh, Santa's got an industrial-sized wood chipper. Now, hold on. Get your hands off me, Bruce. Just promise me you won't use guns. What? Why? Use those Santa Claus hack ninja stars I got for you for Christmas. Look, Batman, I appreciate the thought. Promise me no guns. Ho, ho, fine. And no killing. Oh, now, ho, ho the fuck on. No killing. And Santa and Batman jump down from their high perch without breaking their ankles somehow or twisting a knee, whatever. And as they sneak up behind the fiddler, who's indeed fiddling himself in public on a street corner, Santa turns to Batman and says, Ho, ho, let me have this one, Batman. Fine, but don't kill him. You'd change your mind if you saw his dossier. I know he's a piece of shit. Whatever. Ho, ho. Wait, what the fuck is that? It's a candy cane beat stick, Bruce. I said don't kill him. Ho, ho, Santa's just gonna beat on him a bit. And so Santa beat the fiddler into a bloody pope with his candy cane beat stick, literally smashing his head open. And it's when Santa unzipped his pants and pulled his dick out to piss inside the cranial hole that Batman stepped in. Santa, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, Bruce, I'm pissing on this guy's brain. It's great. Santa, stop. Oh, Santa doesn't like to pinch it off. Just stop. Oh, I filled his skull up anyway. I specifically told you not to kill him. And I specifically decided to ignore you, ho-ho. He would have gone to prison for life. And now we can just burn in hell. God damn it, that's not how we do things. Says the vigilante dressed as a flying mammal. Oh. Who can't even really fly. Well, fucking... To be fair, Daredevil's more like Batman, and you're more like Daredevil. Fuck your face. Are you sure you don't want to piss inside this guy's skull? It's fucking great. Oh, God damn it. And so Batman and Santa went back to the Batcave. Basically so Santa could clean all the blood off his face. But Batman was hell-bent on changing Santa's ways. But Santa's old as fuck, so let's see how that goes. I hate that you make me take my boots off, Bruce. No shoes in the Batcave. Well, you know Santa doesn't wear socks. It's cold down here. It's kind of gross, too. Well, Santa gets sweaty. Now you're leaving little fucking footprints everywhere. These are your rules, Batman. Never stop changing the subject. I told you, Bruce. I made a deal. But you decide to kill. It's fun to kill when Jesus says it's cool. Now, look. If you stop killing, I've got something for you. What? Here, let me punch this animation up on my screen. Okay, ho-ho. I came up to the North Pole to recruit you for this. Ho-ho, what is it? Well, it says right on the fucking screen, Santa. C-Squad? Yeah. Well, isn't that like below junior varsity? That's not what it stands for. Oh, Santa's not wrong, though. I've been sent to recruit you. Okay. To become an official soldier in Jesus' army in the upcoming war that Satan brings on heaven. Oh, I talk to Jesus like three times a week. He sent me to test you. Why? And you know how he's weird like that. And I guess I failed the test because I kill, huh? Well, you know, it was Jesus that said I could kill as long as I gave presents out to kids. He just wanted you to show mercy once oh. for you to break down your black and white judgments. Well, once you're naughty, you're naughty. But that's not true, Santa. Santa has a lot of data. Well, that's not the true spirit of Christmas. Well, Christmas is one day a year. Fuck off with that shit. Well, you know that's not what Jesus truly wants. Well, I don't know what Jesus wants because he keeps making these bad assholes I have to kill. Stop killing. Oh. Find your mercy and join us in the battle of good versus evil. Well. Heaven versus hell. Right. The light versus the dark. Yeah, Santa gets it. Join the C-Squad. You know Jesus is omnipresent and he's doing all this ho-ho because he's bored, ho Whatever, yes or no. Well, I imagine Santa would get to kill a lot of demons in battle. And tons of other things. Oh, so you want to 
me to stop killing so I could go killing? Yeah, this is what Jesus wanted. I don't understand it either. Oh, well, let's say I wanted to join. Oh, then what? Well, they have a secret meeting in about three hours. So then what? I sleep in a bunk bed in the barracks? Actually, they have a pretty nice hotel for us. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, then I gotta bring Mrs. Claus. Do it. She's a badass. And so for three days and three nights, Santa and Batman met with the rest of the C-Squad, an elite fighting force of superheroes and super magic assholes. And Eclectic Punch, really? Was Santa impressed? Oh, what the fuck? What? Those with no-name assholes. I mean, I know the Easter Bunny and St. Patty. They're both formidable warriors. Yeah, but who the fuck were the rest of those weirdos? Well, we can't have any association with Marvel. Okay. Or DC. Well, how'd we get you? That's complicated. Well, has Todd McFarlane got back to us? Yeah, Spawn said he was way out. Oh, yeah, he's on the other side, isn't he? Not really, but whatever. Well, who was the rock dude? What, Stone Man? His name is Stone Man, ho-ho. Well, he's a man made of stone. Yeah, well, he was a real prick. Yeah, he was rude to Mrs. Claus. Well, he's not really good with people since, you know, he's made out of stone. Well, I didn't think I'd be the biggest name there. You're forgetting this is Jesus' team. What do you mean? Well, I said it like 12 times. C-Squad means... Christ squad. Yeah, it still sounds like the kids that can't make junior varsity. Look, are you gonna join or not? Heaven's sure to be defeated with those losers. That's what Santa thinks, too. That's all the more reason we need you. Well, Santa needs to think about it. Whatever. What was the rush getting back? Oh, that's right. Batman, you're gonna love this. Okay. Today's the first day of the Elven Games. Wait, they already started that? Fuck yeah, they did, and it's to the death. <laughs> what is fucking wrong with you? <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town to bring the baddies down. Who'd the fear the bringer of cheer? Cause Santa's making his rounds. All the boys and girls will hear the bells of Santa's sleigh. The Santa Claus is coming to town to make the naughty pay. <laughs> Santa Claus a cry for time. He's got to save the day. It's Santa Claus a cry for time. It's jangle all of the way. Holy fuck, that tiger just ate that fucking elf's head off. Oh, I told you the elven games were great. Santa, this is beyond brutal. Yeah, why would I want to give this up? To fight against evil. Yeah, Bruce, look at me. What? Look at me. What? Jesus is God, right? Yes. And God created the universe, right? Yes. The light and the dark and the nothingness, everything. Yeah. So Jesus made evil, Bruce. Okay. So have some meat on a stick and let's watch these elves get crushed to death by this elephant. Oh, fuck. And so that's probably not the last we've heard of Santa. Fuck. All right, more skitscats. Yep, I'd rather not. It's time for another nurse fair round. This one comes from a very obscure obscure author, probably a wackadoodle. Okay. It's called The Cat, the Dog, and the Coyote. It's Scott Cuss Nursery Rhymes. <laughs> really fairy tales, but whatever. Well, look at that nasty goop your 70 trillion cells coalesced into. Huh? Why, it's quite the mess called you. Yeah. Welcome back to Scott Cuss Nurse Fair Rhymes. <laughs> this is a story from Three Dog Down that's awful. It's called The Cat, the Dog, and the Coyote. And I'm almost certain if you laugh at any of this, it'll go on your permanent record. Okay. Let's do it. Once upon a time, there was a cat. Meow. And it was a city cat. I get my meow mix from DoorDash. And life was tight AF. I sleep, eat, and murder bugs. And sometimes I get pets. Pretty decent life. Also, I piss and shit in a box and humans just clean it. Makes you rethink the quality of your life. We cats own you. And as you can tell, the cat's comfort was matched only by its confidence. But then one day, the humans that fed them and cleaned out the shit box betrayed the kitty. What the fuck is this? The cat asked as it looked at a four-legged intruder. Hello. The baby quadruped said, What the fuck are you supposed to be? I'm a puppy. The puppy said with that cute puppy breath, Oh, I am pissing on things and puking in shoes. The cat said in protest, and it did. And it also clawed furniture and terrorized the fuck out of that puppy. Dude, you just clawed my eye. What's your problem? The puppy plated. I think it's obvious that you're the problem. You ruined my life. And that was the fact. Inside the mind of that cat, its life was completely ruined. And everything that puppy did. I brought you some extra kibble. Oh, my face! The kitty would choose to respond with violence. I brought you my favorite toy. Oh, thank you. Oh, my ass and face! And eventually the puppy couldn't even sleep without keeping one eye open. I know that cat's out there. I'm just so tired. And on and on it went. Fuck. Now, besides living in constant threat of a little kitty assassin. Please help. Life was pretty good for the puppy. Yeah, pretty good. His owners gave him great kibble. I eat I am. Yeah, it's 
arms, you four-legged shit machine. Whatever. He had lots of toys. I chew out the squeakers so it's harder for the cat to find me. And when he needed to take a shit, all he had to do was whine at the door and out he went. I love my little fenced yard. And the only stresses in his life came from an adversarial squirrel. Fuck you, Nazi! Nazis, Nazis! You know I'm gonna fucking eat your Nazis, Nazis! And other such tomfoolery. So like I said, the good life. Yep. Except for the cat, you know, lurking in the shadows. Right. Here's Kitty! <laughs> and then something dumb as fuck happened. Okay. The politicians ordered the printing of money what? to pay for promises they never intended to keep. Mm. All to be reelected. Which, like always, caused a surplus of money, okay. chasing too few goods and services. Mm. Thus being the simplified, but pretty well fucking established mm. definition of inflation. Okay. And due to this sudden, reckless, but enormous mm. fluctuation in the value of currency for the poor and middle class, mm. the cat and dog's parents were forced to move. Why is my scratching post in a box? And they couldn't afford fancy feasts no more. What other sorts of feasts are there? Oh, that cat was about to find out. For when their long journey in the car stuck in their kennel cabs was over, they found their new living environment was the countryside. Um, fucking no, I do not approve of this shit. Well, there's a lot of weird smells out there. And they were both pretty freaked out when they saw the vastness of the forest. Yeah, consider me an indoor cat forever now. And at that moment, a raven flew down and startled both the dog and the cat. Oh shit, what the fuck are you? I don't like this. Yeah, I'm a raven, calm down. The raven said, what do you want from us? The cat asked. Look, I can tell you're new here, yeah. so I wanted to give you some advice. And the dog and cat listened with skepticism. Build a fucking fence. The raven said, pointing at the vast openness. Like immediately. But the dog and cat were puzzled. What the fuck are you talking about? We don't have thumbs. The dog said, looking at the place where his dewclaw used to be. It's not like we have any money. The cat added. I'm just saying your priority should be a fence, because this is very dangerous. And the dog and the cat looked at each other. The cat fighting its urge to claw the dog's face. Goddamn, I hate you so much. This is probably your fault. What are you talking about? The dog pleaded. 30 pound bags of I am. What? All those dog biscuits and bagging strips. Come you on. fucking ate them out of house and home, didn't you? And the dog and cat began to slip into their old pattern. I have to eat. You could have just eaten your own poop like the neighbor dog. But little did they know the neighbor dog had eaten too much poop and died while they had been traveling. Wait, what? I ate some of that poop. But that's not important. Let's move on. I'm serious. I ate some of that. Now the raven had another warning. Look, as soon as you can build that fence, build it, because there's coyotes. Again, the dog and cat looked at each other. What are coyotes? Those sound like Star Wars things. Are those Star Wars things? The raven just smiled. You guys really need to build a fence. And don't trust the coyotes. And then he flew off into the trees. Oh my god, we've been relocated to hell. The dog said cowering. Whatever, like I said, indoor cat. And so the dog and cat tried to adapt to their new life. While there was no longer brand name Kitty Shitsand, the humans still removed the poop from the box every day. That's right, you fucking peasants. And the humans had taken to feeding the cat tuna fish. They should wonder why their food is less expensive than my food. But the dog had a different life. Fuck. For he was not allowed to shit in a box. Oh. And each time he went outside, he could feel the beady eyes of what felt like hundreds of creatures watching him. I'm supposed to shit under these conditions. And each time he was done, he would sprint back to the house. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. And in through the dog door, a two-way portal between normality and potty hell. I think I'd rather shit on the carpet and have my face rubbed in it. And he often did. Just stay the fuck away from my box. And then one night when the dog was trying to take a shit outside. Oh, fuck, come on, unclench, unclench. The raven flew down again. Oh, fuck, what are you doing? I'm taking a shit here. But the raven had a warning. Then I thought I'd let you know you are about to be attacked by coyotes. Wait, what? Then I told you to build a fence. I don't even speak the language of my owner. And with those words, he was attacked. Three coyotes came out from the woods. And the blackbird flew off. Then I tried to warn you. But before the dog succumbed to his attackers, here came the kitty. Claw to the face, claw to the face. And the coyotes ran off. You saved me. What the fuck ever? Get in the fucking house. And the dog and cat began to bond. I still fucking hate you, but I'm not going to claw your eyes out today. Thanks. And the poor dog learned to poop and piss on the run. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but then one day, the worst possible scenario occurred. In the hubbub of a busy human day, <laughs> when the dog and the cat had both ventured out to get a little bit of sun, they heard the little door on the dog door slide closed. Oh, fuck. What's that? Oh, my God. We're locked out. And they were. And while they were scared during the day, as night crept on, their fear was cranked to maximum. We're going to fucking die. I fucking hate our humans. And once again, the raven came down to say something. 
Oh, God, what is it, Raven? Yeah, I've noticed you still haven't built a fence. No, we're working on it. The human language is hard to penetrate, but I'm working on it. It sounds like, meow, no. meow. No, that's not right. That's the best I can do. And then the Raven cocked his head and said, I thought I'd let you guys know again the coyotes are coming. Wait, what? Yeah, there's way more of them this time. And the dog and the cat trembled even harder. But at that moment, they heard a whimper. Wait, what's that sound? The dog asked. Who cares? We need to smash a window to get back in the house. The cat reasoned, but the dog knew that sound. That's the sound of a distressed baby animal. And the Raven cocked his head again and said, What are you, stupid? That's the coyotes trying to trick you. But the dog didn't care. That's a risk I have to take. Don't do it, said the cat, who was just batting at the window with his paw. It's easier to break glass when it's just on a table and I can push it over. And the dog headed off towards the sound. I'm coming, baby animal. He said, working up his courage. And then the raven said, Well, you're stupid as fuck. I tried to warn you. And it flew away. I'm coming. And when the dog reached the whimpering animal, he found it was indeed a pack of coyotes. Oh, fuck. I told you, stupid. The raven said from a tree above, Nobody fucking listens to me. And just like before, the cat came sprinting to the rescue of the dog. Only I get to claw that dumb dog, stupid dumb dog face. But when the cat saw how many coyotes there were, oh shit, nuggets. It's nine lives flashed before its face. Goddamn, I slept a lot. And as the coyotes descended upon the domesticated friends, a giant eagle came down and saved the day. What the fuck? Oh, hey, dudes. The eagle said, Thank you for saving us. The dog said to the eagle, oh. Seriously, we were fucked. The cat said with a tear in its eye. And then the eagle snatched up oh, both of them, crushed their heads, and ate them. The end. Wait, that was the end? What? Yep. What the actual fuck? Mm -hmm. What's the moral of that story? Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do with that. I'm pretty sure all the children left. Yeah. That's the worst story I've ever heard. I'm writing an angry worded email. Dear Kens, you ruined stories. And I hate your stupid face. And also, see you next week, children. All right, it's time for a pilot of a brand new series. More shit that sucks. Well, I've been wanting to do this one for a long time. Dumb. And it gives me a chance to write some dumb songs. Not a fan. And this show's so new, there's no theme song, really. Boo fucking who? But it probably doesn't need one. I probably don't need to be here. Can I go home? I call this Skits Cat the Lilac City Nightmare Band. And now we go into the infamous Lilac City Nightmare Band's rehearsal space. Butane hits for my soul. You gotta tune that guitar, bro. Please tune that shit. Dude, my guitar is tuned, bro. That ain't fucking tuned. It's tuned to kick ass, bro. Tune it so we can play with you, dude. I might not want to play with you guys today. Tune that motherfucking guitar. You dude, that's totally tuned. Check it out. See? No, see? It's not. That was totally tuned, you fucking ass. I got perfect pitch. That ain't tuned. Hey, can we rehearse or what? Hey, shut up, Bones. Yeah, dude, we're having a band meeting. You do your homework on that song I'll send you. Hmm? The one in the key of D or the one in the key of E? Doesn't fucking matter. But Count it up, Bones. One, two, three, four. Wait, 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 wait. My guitar's not tuned yet. Hold on, yeah, hold motherfucker, on. Motherfucker, you just said it was tuned. Hold on, no. hold on. Come on now. No, I got it now. I got it. Count it off, Bones. One, two, three, four. Wait, wait, wait. Where the hell's Toby, the other guitar player? Oh, I think he's in jail. Uh, no, actually, I'm right here. Oh, hey there, what's oh, up? Oh, nothing. Ready to rock with you guys. Right, this one here is called Killing Satan's Blood. Oh, it's this one. Yeah, which one are you thinking? Oh, I thought it was Blood Sausage War for Grandma. Yeah, we can play that if you want to. No, let's do Killing Satan's Blood. Count of bones. One, two, three, four. Wait, wait, wait. Toby's not tuned. Uh, yeah, what are we in drop, no, Jay? But, no. Give Toby a fucking second. No, Fuck. No, right. on the Stop it. For love. No, don't be noodling. Hmm. All right, Toby's tuned. Count that shit off, bones. Are you sure this time? No, let's do it, dude. Mm. One, two, three, four. Let's go. Devils Roseness, sad, fire, burning, open wound, pass! Dude, dude, stop, stop. Yeah, what the fuck is it, bro? Dude, the lyrics to this song fucking suck. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you say open wound and then scream pus, dude? My lyrics are metal and brutal. Dude, your lyrics are weak and derivative. Yeah, fuck you now. You guys, we have a gig in a month and we have no songs. Yeah, Bones, the drummer's right, and I think it's also on map. It doesn't matter, just play the song. Dude, whatever. Hearing us off, Bones. One, two, three, fuck, let's go. Devils, hate, roseness, sad, fire, Burning, open wound, past explosions, dinosaurs, stab wound, rain and blood, pisses, jackboots. Dude, 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 hold 
up, hold up, hold up, fuck. Now what the fuck is it? Dude, did you say dinosaurs and piss tests? Dinosaurs are middle. I'll have to take a piss test tomorrow. Dude, I am not comfortable at all playing a song with lyrics like this in front of people. Oh, come on. What the fuck is your problem? Dude, I just said your lyrics are dumb, therefore I think you're dumb. No, fuck you. Yeah, Guys, fuck this you. word salad song is tearing us apart. Yeah, Toby's right, let's just play this Maybe song. just playing a damn song. Whatever. Yeah, count us off, Bones. One, two, three. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Didn't we used to have a keyboard player? Oh, yeah, what happened to him? Well, like every musician, his girlfriend kicked him out, so he's living in his car. Dude, I've never owned a car. Wow. Man, just count off the song, Bones. Can we try and play it to the chorus? Yeah, we're trying to get the chorus. Yeah, whatever. One, two, three. Fuck Devils. Hate. Grossness. Sad. Fire. Burning. Open wound. Pass. Explosions. Dinosaurs. Stab wound. Rain and blood. Pisses. Jackboots. It's time to kill your god. Spend enough. Win to die. Settle the score. Stay aside. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, there's a fucking hit right there. Do you say Satan's my lover? Suck it all. You know, I'm getting real fucking tired of your critiquing me. This devil song is tearing us apart. Seriously. Also, Bones the drummer, I think, is on meth right now. Uh, no, let's take it from the chorus. Uh, did you say deicide? What a fucking... I'm gonna punch you in the dick. Well, I mean, like, every metal band ever has had, like, a killing your god song. Well, this band is kind of falling apart, guys. Come on. Yeah, just count us off, Bones. Uh, whatever. One, two, three, four. It's bad enough when to die. Stop, stop, stop. And what is it now? Did you just say Fleshlight followed by Dallas Cowboys? Maybe. Dude, I think I quit the band. And will the Lilac City Nightmare bands stay together? Or will they go their separate ways and make multiple bands terrible simultaneously? Tune in some other time if there's another time. So there was that show. Fucking time! Well, fair enough. There's another one coming up after this very special Liam the Monster Hunter. Liam the Monster And here we are just outside of Marnie, in a place known as the Outer Land. And despite the wizard's need to get those fuck-off rocks, and his disdain for Barfield wanting to marry his owl, the wizard was presiding over a wedding. And do you, Ariola, take this piece of shit? I mean, pigeon asshole that you love. Whatever, this is the worst fucking... Father, you're conducting the wedding. Well, I don't have to like it. Because he's a goddamn man in the body of a pigeon, Ariola. You know that. Yeah, but it's been a pigeon a long time since... So? Yeah, a lot of times. Nobody cares what you think, Hobbit. Well, you know what I think. Not now, horse. Marriage shouldn't even be linked to the state. God damn it. It's about taxes and control. Seriously, <laughs> dick. Sorry, I'll just stand here and look pretty. Fine. Do you take Barfield here to be your husband for whatever until he betrays you? You're ruining the wedding, father. Seriously, wizard, what's your deal? Oh, Liam, I didn't see you. I didn't think you were invited. Fuck you. Right, seriously. Well, I'm not the best man or a groomsman like a lot of you. Obviously. But my tail's a groom. 
pilgrims, man. And a war hero. I know, I've been outshined by my tail. Alright, do you take this pigeon? And then by the power granted to me by the wizard council, I now pronounce you pigeon and owl. Oh, that's so cute, I love weddings. And I give you six months before you come to me for a divorce. Get the fuck out my face. Quit helping my face. And so Barfield, the pigeon of destiny, and Ariola, the wizard's postal owl, were finally married, and the wizard proceeded to get drunk as fuck at the reception. God, where did we get this fucking DJ? I think it comes with a temple. Oh, hey, Barfield. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, sorry about my father. He's kind of pushing everybody in our group apart. It's just his nature. Oh, shit. Here comes the hobbits. Pretend you don't see him. Hey, congratulations, Barfield. Thanks. He's a real good-looking bird. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Oh, shit. Here comes my father. Wow, he's fucking hammered. Oh, here's my new son-in-law. Oh, you're something, I guess. Yeah, well, I got you a fucking present for this abomination. It's here in my pocket. Fuck you. Get off my face. Get out of What is your fucking problem, Father? Besides that DJ playing the original version of Who Let the Dogs Out and not the remix? I guess. I prefer the remix. Seriously, why can't you just be happy for them? Be happy this son of a bitch stole my owl. You're a big, fugly, middle-aged man. I know it was me that turned you into a pigeon, but fuck you. Father, settle down. I don't need to do shit. Well, you should think about not being a cunt. Man, suck my super old wizard balls, Liam. Well, no, thank you. I'm sick of the lot of you. Father, have you been smurfing? That's none of your fucking business. I'd say that's a yes. Yeah, plus he's got three hobbits in his pocket. Yeah. And they got tinkle on him. Yeah, there's tinkle on him. Don't judge me. I do whatever you want, fuck. What do you mean you challenged me to a duel? You're just a fucking pigeon. I'm a goddamn wizard. He's right. You could fight without magic. You even know how to fight without magic. Shut the fuck up, Liam. No one likes you. Goddamn shit. All right, then pick your fucking weapon. And swords it is, bitch. Can you see why we centaurs don't like these fucking wizard cunts? Not now, dick. I'm just saying, look how drunk with power he is. I'm gonna beat you to your glue, horsey man. Yeah, well, I hope the pigeon kills you. And so on Barfield and Areola's wedding day in the Outer Lands, the wizard was such a prolapsed, analistic cunt that old Barfield had to challenge him to a duel. And when the time came, the wizard was even more inebriated. Father, put your pants back on. Fuck you. Father, your wand is dangling. <laughs> well, you should make pretty short work of this guy. <laughs> you asked me to be in your corner. <laughs> Whatever, my tail can't even talk. <laughs> it's got your back. It's literally connected to my back. <laughs> Let's get it on, bird brain. Father, you're in no condition to fight with a sword. I'm going to murder you, puke bird. <laughs> do you see where he stores that sword? I do not. <laughs> your fucking honor, you stole my owl. <laughs> yeah, they love each other, father. Barfield's a slut. <laughs> He's turned over a new feather or something. Shut your highly disliked face, Liam. God damn, why are you being this way, father? I'm sick of you cunts. Okay, so be it. Yeah, I'm rooting for the pigeon. I don't know, the wizard's got drugs. Oh, yeah, I'm rooting for the drugs. Yeah, go drugs. All right, duelers at the ready. I'm ready. It's going to be East Coast Marnia rules. Now I say we go to the death. No, we're not going to the fucking death. You know, overall, this has been a pretty decent wedding. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Liam. Yeah, shut the fuck up, loser. I lost all respect. Yeah, I don't think you ever had any, bud. Shut the fuck up, Dick. You're my horse. I'm just stating the obvious. Do this. Do it. you owl stealer. You fame-sucking slut. I just want you to know if Barfield kills your dad, I'm stealing those Smurfs first thing. Not if I snag them first. I made the best man win alphabet. It's all but you dookie cake. Seriously, dookie cake? It's been a really long trip. How long are we going to let them do this? Well, with East Coast rules, you're supposed to go until somebody loses an ear. Do pigeons have ears? Now, oh, fuck. Now, time out, you flagpole sitters. <laughs> what is it? Now, we got to redo the parameters of this contest. We're going to the death. No. Now, hey, I don't want to interrupt you guys. What is it, you hammer and sickle-loving horsey man? Yeah, well, there's a fuckload of giants headed this way. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, to be continued, you diarrhea foul. <laughs> I really need my own spin-off. Sure. <laughs>
And so that brings us to the final skit scat of the day. So tired. It's one more Lilac City Nightmare Band. No, not more metal. It's angsty middle-aged metal music for you, Steve. I don't wanna. This is episode two of the LCNB. And we return to the rehearsal space of the Lilac City Nightmare Band as they prepare their dumb songs for a dumb show they have coming up at a dumb bar. I like pickled chicken oh. necks and strawberries in the rain, girl. Pickled chicken necks with you. What do you think, dude? I don't like that one bit. Then we don't have to fucking play it, dude. Man, my lyrics ain't near as bad as that. Shut the fuck up, Axe. I'm just saying you suck, too. Whatever, you can't have my song, then. Well, that's fine, bro. Uh, Whatever. I'll never want to hear that song again. Fuck you, Toby. I just don't. Can we just rehearse, guys? Yeah, Bones is right. Whatever. Uh, What's the next song? Yeah, it's Blood Sausage War for Grandma. Fucking, that's not better. I'll never want to hear that song you wrote again. Shut the fuck up, Toby. Yeah, quiet, won't you count it out, Bones? One, two, three, four. Wait, 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 hold up. What are these lyrics here? Don't start with me, Rooster. Does it say my grandma is better than your grandma? Mm, I love my grandma. Did you fucking write a metal song about your grandma, dude? That's dumb as fuck. Yeah, well, she died. Right, well, you shouldn't write metal songs about grandmas, dude. Yeah, it's still brutal. No, I doubt that, dude. Just count off this fucking song, Bones. One, two, three, four. Oh, wait, 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 Toby's not tuned yet. Now, come on now, Toby. Just, just give me a second. Just give me a... Just give oh, me a second. Oh, check out this song I wrote, dude. I don't wanna. The purple chalices. Nope, no noodling. Nope. Deep in calluses nope. and I, I want to find a better place for you and I. Stop that. That's two songs I never want to hear again. Yeah. Whatever yeah. fuck you Can guys. Can we just play the goddamn song? Let's just go, guys. Well, Bones is right. No, I think it's also high as fuck. I'll count it out. I'll count it out, Bones. One, two, three, four. Fucking shit right now. Man, how much you got going now? Is that last line apocalyptic devil doom? Man, I thought that sounded good. Is there a line in there that says piss flood bathroom? Man, one time my grandma's bathroom got piss flooded. Oh, I hate all of this. Dude, seriously, what the fuck? Fuck you, this song's about my grandma. Well, I don't think the song should be about your grandma. Can we just play the whole song, please? Man, let's just try and get through it. Yeah. Well, the lyrics here say my grandma is better than your grandma. No. What the fuck, dude? Man, that's God's honest truth. Your grandma was kick ass. That's right, Bones, man, my grandma. Whatever, fuck. Let's play it. Don't be interrupted no more. Whatever. Give us a four count, Bones. One, two, three. Stop, stop, yeah, fuck. What's the fucking problem? Dude, I can't fucking sing these words to people. Mm-hmm. I didn't even like my grandma. Right? Well, also, I think our drummer's on bass halls. Change the fucking lyrics, dude. You can't make me. Then I fucking quit, dude, and I'm taking the PA. Man, damn it. This band is falling apart. You guys, we have a gig in like two weeks. Not if I take the PA. You don't gotta be a cunt about it. I've got a little karaoke machine. Oh, you're already ready to replace me, Toby. Oh, quit tearing the band apart. Dude, he wrote a fucking metal song about his fucking grandma, dude. My grandma was a kick ass. We need as many songs as we can get. You guys are fucking out of your minds. Whatever, let's take it from the chorus. Fuck this 
this song. Now count us off, Bones. One, two, three, four. And that's it for this week's look into the Lilac City Nightmare Band. Will they actually be ready to play a gig? Will their lyrics get even worse? And will that neighbor dog finally bite one of them in the dick? And will their keyboard player find a girlfriend so he can have a place to live? All these answers and probably some others some other time when this show you've never heard of is on again. Thank you for joining us here for Scatcast 51. Oh, I'm so tired. I hope you dig what we do here. You can let us know at info at scatcast.com. I would never do that. You can check out our merch store at scatcast.com. Also not doing that. And our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash scatcast. No way in fuck am I doing that. Or if you feel like giving us a tip, you can just smash our PayPal. I'd rather drink a bag of cat piss. A bag? Why a bag? I don't fucking know. Wrap it up. Right. Well, a massive thank you to my wife, Mrs. Scriptkeeper. She is right. She's my favorite part of the ride. Get a room. Huge thanks to our trusted turd triad, Don, Chris, and Bodie. Shitbox, Discord, and dipshit files. That's Donald Fisher, Chris Brooks, and Bodie Sanyata. There's so many people doing so many things. Yeah, they're spreading the emotionals, Team Scat. Ugh. I'm not even completely a tit to what's going on. Ugh. But I do send my thank you to the Godhead and all their members for smearing the scat, and to Alan in the garbage disposal for smearing the scat. Fuckin'. We appreciate all you scat sacks, whether you're smearing scat or not. I choose not to. That is wonderful. We hope you'll join us next Tuesday for episode 52 of this here Tuesday show. What? And of course, tomorrow we've got the dipshit files, and then Thursday we've got the David Angus show. No, thank you. Which includes the season finale of Post Apocalyptica. No one cares. Well, I'm killing littermates, so mm. somebody's gonna care. And Friday's jar. Appreciate you, Steve. And as always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. Bing bong. Excuse me.